Girls, this is Lenny here. It's your motherfucking girl Jasmine here. You guys, this is the motherfucking season finale. Ah! <laughs> We're so extra. We're in the car currently listening to El Baboni. El Baboni. And you guys, we have a tattoo. Yo hago lo que me dé la gana. Because per. Because per. You guys, right now we are currently in the car. We're on our way to a winery. Duh, we had to do something for the season finale. What we the fuck? Had break, bitches. Yeah. So we're we're pre-gaming with some Moscato. We're gonna be there in like six minutes. Um, we're gonna be interviewing each other for this episode and answering a couple questions from our little poll. I haven't checked it. Have you? I have not. <laughs> so we'll see when we get there. We'll see. Let's keep it spontaneous. Yeah, watch it be one question. <laughs> watch it be nothing. <laughs> it's, but okay. it's okay. No, it's okay. We'll it's okay. There. It's okay. We'll get there. It's okay. <laughs> All right. It's your girls checking out. We'll see you on a bit. Bye. Bye. dating life going any updates on hinge guys <laughs> okay so hinge there was that guy that i mentioned um he never texts me back so we're gonna call him the hinge trial <laughs> and there was another guy who hit me up and we i did better at communicating with him i did better at replying back it's just we had a we set a date for a date, um, but I had to cancel because there was just like a lot going on. But I tried to make it work, but it just couldn't. So hopefully before the weekends, I get to see him and like test it out. And then there is another guy, but I don't know. He's a, he's a question mark because I just have to meet him and see how his vibe is before I want to give anything out. Um, so my wax lady, you guys, she's Asian, and she she told me every time I bought my wax this year. Every time you go, she tells you like the exact same thing. Like this year, you're good, you know, because my Chinese zodiac sign, I guess, is the pig. And she's like, this year is good for you. You have boyfriend? I said no. She's like, this year you boyfriend. And I'm like, fuck. Okay, so I looked into the cho the Chinese zodiac sign, and they they pretty much said be open-minded don't don't like reject anybody for anything whatever so that's that's what i'm trying to do 
I feel like I need to meet him and then go from there. But so far, I have two in line. Oh, God. <laughs> That's exciting. That's exciting. I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. If you guys hear me chewing in the background, I'm sorry. We're enjoying some great pizza right now. <laughs> We're bomb. We're bomb. <laughs> Thank you for your update. I want you to give us a better update season two let us know what the fuck happened i hope so too i plan to however do you see yourself having kids at all i do i don't know if i mentioned this but um i definitely do see myself like when i I think of the future i think of myself as a mom i don't quite see myself as a wife or getting married like i don't see those little traditional steps i just see myself as a mom with kids i don't see a husband you know so i have like looked into untraditional ways of going into like having kids recently i was at my grade school friend's baby shower and like one of our grade school friends like mentioned that her friend was gonna go through like sperm donor banks i'm like oh my god give me her number and she said it was only like 1500 1500 i'm like bitch like when she told me that i felt like there was like a weight lifted off my shoulders i'm like i could do it like because honestly i've been putting so much stress on myself because i'm like i I don't want kids i do but like the pressure of like meeting like mr perfect guy it's just like so stressful and it's just like it's just a sigh you guys it's hard like once you've been like single all your life and like living like damn near i'm 27 so like obviously questions have arose like why haven't i had a boyfriend am i good enough da, 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 da. are you lesbian no. dude my dad has really no my it's it's fair like dude like my dad has asked my sister do you think like you know he's had dreams like oh my god sonia que la denise estaba like lesbiana <laughs> And there's nothing wrong with that, okay? You know what I'm saying? But it's like, you know, when people go that route, it's like, okay, that's 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 yeah. that's a reason why you haven't taken the yeah. steps you have. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you know what? It's just like lack of time, I guess, for me. Like, I don't know. Like, there's no... I just... There has been options, but I've just chosen not to settle. Like, I don't want to settle. But to answer your question, yes, I do want kids. I want three. Okay. So, 2022 has been flying by. How has the year been going for you? I want to say it's been going good. I'm definitely, like, expecting more from, you know, the summer and the fall but honestly so far it's been good this is currently like my golden year i feel like i've let like a lot of expectations on this year and so far they've been delivering you know the little deliveries have been small but yet like so important a lot of family time a lot of me time a lot of self-development and growth like a lot of like um self-realization and like eye-openers for sure and that's honestly all i need but yeah it's been going really good i mean we're here aren't we (laughs) (laughs) we made it this far right (laughs) this is where it gets interesting take a sip of wine bitch (laughs) cheers
So, you didn't have me in your quinceanera. Why? Oh, easy. Because you were far and we didn't really talk that much. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, no brainer. What the fuck? You're supposed to be a brainer, bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? I thought it was gonna be like hell more serious. Like, Get ready. <laughs> really? Oh did did you feel some type of way? I'm sorry. I did. But did listen, I felt sad. Really? Why? Realistically, I felt sad because there was a moment where me and you kind of like planned out like outfits and like for mine yeah like we planned out like like the guys like they're gonna have the hats and like i don't know we made like plans it was for my dad's 50th birthday so we were like drinking like a wine cooler. It was my first time drinking a wine cooler ever. <laughs> really? Oh my god, I don't remember this. And we had like a conversation about like, okay, for your quinceanera, like you're gonna have green because that's your favorite color. And the guys are gonna wear this and the girls are gonna wear that. And then when the quinceanera Yeah. Yeah. Really? Bitches. I'm lifting up my glasses because this means it's getting real. Like, I'm sorry, I I don't remember. Yeah, and then um, and then your quinceanera came, and then like I was like, wait, I'm not in it. What the fuck? I'm sorry. But you're 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 right about that. Like we are like two hours away, so like quinceanera practices kind of would have been like a drag. a drag. Yeah, like I get it. But I was like, damn, why wasn't I in that fucking quinceanera? I'm sorry. I should have had you in the surprise. Surprise dance. Here she is, bitches. <laughs> Who I had one in the surprise dance was my brother and Andrea. Oh, really? But even then, like, they were close, you know? And, like, yeah. But you know what? I think also what influenced it was, like, my I was doing my friend, my grade school friend, Jenny. She was doing her games at the time, too. So, like, a lot of, like, her people were my people también. And, like, we had already, like, kind of mixed or, like, hit the max. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't think this was going to be a question. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, what? But you know what? I gotta ask this. To my kids. That's more important. Oh, that is definitely more important. You know, I didn't have a quinceanera. So now that I'm turning 25 in like a couple months, I wanted like my 25th birthday to be like, you know, a big ass party like that. But unfortunately, you know, we're just gonna keep it chill. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But anyways... Have you ever been in a life or death situation? Please explain if you have. I have. Or so I thought I did. So early on in my two jobs ago, (laughs) um, when I was working at the group home, I started in 2016. And we started with little boys in the foster system. Eventually that grew into teenagers. The agency was, like, mixed. They had, like, five houses that were mixed with age groups and genders. But, like, my house that I got, I was with little kids. But eventually, like, there was more referrals for older kids. 
So they eventually had to take in teenagers mixed with like 12 year olds, 8 year olds, you know, so it was kind of like a difficult transition. So it was, I think it was during summertime. It was still my first year. Um, we had a kid. We took in a kid. It was on a Friday, which is like the worst days to like intake somebody because their paperwork is not, you know, people don't work in the weekends. So we didn't have his full paperwork. So I want to say we got him Thursday or Friday. One of those two days. I almost always worked on weekends when I was in undergrad. And on the weekends, it's when you usually have the most AWOLs or like the most crisis going on. And on the weekends, it was crazy because it was me and my coworker who were like the newest people ever. Mm. On the hardest days. <laughs> exactly. And we had like the 12, 16 hour, 18 hour shifts. So it was tough. But, you know, we thugged it out. Um, and it was chill except for like this, our new kid, which was this, this little boy. Let's call him A. Um, he was cool throughout the day, but once it hit like four or five o'clock, he started walking off, off our house. So we had to follow, I had to follow him in the big ass sprinter that we had, you know, he just walked across the street, came back. I still had to follow him. Like that was regulation. And you know me, so I'm like, kid, where are you going? Like, let me take you, just hop in the van. That way I don't have to mark you off as AWOL, you know? And then he, like, cursed at me. And, like, that you know, I had really good relationships with pretty much all the clients. I've never had, like, a, we never bumped heads. So, like, this is the first time, like, anybody's ever, like, cursed at, like, directly at me. Not, like, their feelings, like, oh, I fucking feel mad. No, it was, like, go fuck off, you fucking bitch, or whatever. It yeah. Was, yeah, I was, and like, and, hit and I was, like, oh okay <laughs> so i just kept driving because that's what i had to do i had to keep eyes on him you know he would just go across the street come back go across the street come back so like we were at like at it for like an hour or so so once he hit back to the house i called my co-worker who was in the house with the other clients i'm like hey he's back let me know once he's inside so i could actually get off this van and actually like you know start doing you know the paperwork and she's like, no, he hasn't came in. He went through the back. And I'm like, okay, I have eyes on him. Like, he kind of, like, went around the house. I kind of had visuals on him. And then, like, I have her on the phone, my coworker. And she's like, oh, shit, what the fuck? And then I, like, I had already kind of, like, half-stepped out of the van. And I heard, like, shatter, like, window shatters and glass shatter. And I was like, did you hear that on the phone? And she's like dude what the fuck he just fucking like punched the window like he's fucking bleeding like he had punched the window in the back shed that back shed on the back of the house was not our property it was like the owners mm -hmm. where he had his like ramientas tools gardening tools act like weapons to bring you know to be like frank with you guys it was weapons axes saws whatever like he could have used those to harm like himself myself or like people in the house so as soon as she told me that i'm like lock the doors lock the front door lock the back door because we had some clients i think it was only one client that stayed on the weekend that day but he was on the phone he liked to be on the, on the phone with his girlfriend or whatever out in the porch you know but i told her like get him go inside lock the doors and like just be careful like and then I'll, i'm gonna take a look because i was already outside the house i had no choice <laughs> like yeah. you know so like i went around the house i looked and at this point i had like my supervisor on the phone i'm like hey so he a wall this is and that um he punched the 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 window from the shed um and she's like okay if he's, is he bleeding like how is he so I, like, I had to go around there to take a look on how he was so like and the shed like i was a couple feet away 
I saw that um, he had a bleeding hand, like his whole wrist, like he had blood going down his arm and he was lifting it up. I'm like, yeah, he's bleeding. So she's like, okay, hang up with me and call the ambulance and tell him to come. So I did that. And then the operator told, you know, she was going to go call the ambulance or whatever and just told me to stay on the line or if anything happens, like just call her back. So eventually, like we, we were okay to the point where I hung up the phone with her and my dumbass well not my dumbass my clever ass like you know i was trying to be a good uh, samaritan and a good employee and like try to escalate things i'm like hey kid what are you doing so i kind of like approached the shed and like i see like the gasoline tanks like the little gallon the orange things i see those and then i see like ramientas around the shed i've never seen it and I see that he he's opening like a, he's pumping like the chainsaw. He's pulling the string to like turn it on. And then I'm like, oh shit. And but it doesn't work. Um, so like I once I see that it's not working, like he's like agitated already, like walking around the shed. Like looking so, for something else. Yeah, and then I'm, I'm like I didn't know the dude. Um, so like I'm like, hey kid, like what are you looking for? Like you want to do some yard work like that's it in the morning it's already getting late it's already like five six and it would like kind of be sundown already um so he's like no i'm cool and then i told him like hey like look you're bleeding look at your arm he's like oh no it's fine this is nothing i'm like all right and then like i'm at this point i'm already at the door at the doorstep and like i'm roaming around the room and I see, like, there's an axe there on that side of the wall. And I'm like, there is an axe. I mean, como se dice? Un saw? Like, those little rectangular saw things. Mm-hmm. There is an, a saw over here. And, like, by the time I make um, a chance to, like, get back at him, he already has a fucking axe, like, all over his shoulder. And he's, like, you're right in front of me. And I do, like, a whole bunch of things just like rush through your mind it's just like why the fuck did i come over here like he has like this like dead on like just blank stare on his face so like you know we don't know if he's dangerous at this point because we have no paperwork on him we don't know like what he's done we don't know why he's there you know we don't know if he's killed anybody if he's been in juvie and shit like that and then like my heart just kind of drops and i kind of freeze and i think he kind of sees that and he kind of like giggles and that just like threw me off but then like my body was like frozen so i couldn't move i couldn't say anything and like he just starts like walking towards me and i kind of just stand there and then like once he's trying to like move past me i like i like i like um make enough room for him to pass the shed and for him to keep walking but i swear at that moment when i moved i'm like i'm gonna die he's gonna chop my head off and i didn't want to turn i didn't i did i felt like he's just gonna be like tash like once i turned he was gonna like knock me over the side of the head with a fucking axe and like i was gonna be done i do like the whole like life flashes you in front of your eyes shit yes that's true but like at this point it wasn't because i was just frozen Oh my god. I had that the life flashes before your eyes like when I had my car accident, but this time it was different. It was just like I knew I was gonna die. Like I knew I was gonna get smacked and like bopped in the back of my head, like with the axe and I I thought I was gonna be done. Um, but eventually like you know, I, I started counting and nothing was happening, so like I slowly like turned to see like like the back of me and he had kept walking. He kept walking around the house and he kept walking towards the car. So I immediately called my boss. I'm like, hey, he has an axe. And she's like, okay, call the ambulance again. Call 911. Tell him that he has a weapon now. And so I did that. And like, they like, literally at the time, like, they came rushing. And 
I told him like, hey, he's headed towards the car. He's going to vandalize all the, the employees' cars, all the, you know, group home cars and stuff like that. And like as soon as the the firefighters and the ambulance pulled in, he started cursing the shit out of me. I have never like not any teenager, not any, you know, little kid has ever like cursed at me like how he did. He's like, You fucking bitch, I'ma kill you. Da, 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 da. Like I was just like so frozen. I was like, What? But the only thing I was worried about was like was his he mad because you called the cops. Yeah. But then at the same time he was like bleeding to well not bleeding to death but he was he was bleeding like he had hurt himself dude, um but it was more of just like fucking you know him being in trouble or you know quote unquote in trouble, but eventually they got like the weapon off of him I got it and then they gave it to the firefighters paramedics and they started asking for paperwork I'm like you know what like we're group home social work it's the weekend we don't have it social workers haven't sent shit like i'm sorry but like all we know is like he came in and we took him and like he's here like i'm trying to take care of him and like this shit happened he walked off he walked in he broke the shed and like honestly i feel like at the, the paramedics and like the fiber like they were annoyed that we didn't have any like you know but honestly like that's how the system is sometimes and that's what sucks but I ended up calling my boss and I told her everything that happened. They were going to take him to the hospital. She's like, okay, grab whatever paperwork you have. She told me like this one certain form we have to have, which we did, um, was for us to like be of care of him or whatever. So she's like, you're going to have to get in the van, go to the hospital and just see what they tell you and just wait with him. And I didn't want to, dude. I'm like, Ebony, I was like, my coworker, I was like, you go. But she's like, I'm like, I'm going. I'm like, you fucking bitch. I'm like, I already had it up. And she's like, no, you go. I'm like, fuck. I mean, because I did witness more, so I guess. But, dude, like, no, it was scary. So I eventually, like, once I hopped in the van, and I once I closed the door to the van, I started fucking bawling my eyes out. I started crying. I started, like, (laughs) like that type of crying. (laughs) Yeah, I thought I was literally going to die that night. Um... And just, like, once you, like, you're, like, in the safe zone, you start, like, to, like, feel everything. everything. Yeah, I'm like, bitch, I could have fucking died. So, eventually, I went to the hospital. I didn't want to. And they made me go in the room with him, which I didn't want to. Um, so, I was just, like, I walked in. He was hella nonchalant. He's like, hey, what are you doing here? I was like, I'm checking in on you. Like, how do you feel? You know, you, you broke a window. You know, your arm is, like, hella bleeding. He's like, oh, no, I feel good. So, when do I get to go home? You know, like, shit like that. It's just like, bitch, do you not recall you, like, fucking cursing my ass? <laughs> you hurting my feelings. You hurting my feelings. You almost chopping my head off in my mind. <laughs> oh, my God. Literally. He was 12. But he was at my height. He was a little thick. So he didn't... He was 12 or 13. So I think once he was released... So I ended up going home that night. Um, I left it to the other workers, whatever, to deal with it. And it turns out we got his paperwork Monday, I think. And turns out he was... Um, he was on the spectrum. So he was like autistic. Just even it out if you want. He was on the spectrum and that was his thing. Chopping trees. Like hitting trees, chopping trees with like an axe or like whatever. Like doing what work. And that's what he was going for. Because there was trees by our cars. But I didn't know because at that time when he was... Before he could hit anything, that's when the firefighters pulled in. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you see, if the workers would have just sent, spent the five minutes to send in their 
there's shit like we could have de-escalated this on our end we could have like figured this shit out not have this whole crisis shit going on i'm pretty sure he was new to the home that weekend you know he's gonna feel anxiety he's gonna feel angsty like duh it all just makes sense so what i learned from this is like if i ever went into the social work field i would make the time to fucking just send what i gotta send even if it's on a fucking friday because bitch i was scared yeah Yeah, i wish i was scared for my life i could have died but that's the one time (laughs) dang girl that's crazy so i'm gonna ask you questions about cocktail hour um which episode is your favorite and why i think it's definitely gonna be the (laughs) it's definitely gonna be the 80 percent which is six and then our recent one which is 11 but also three because that was spontaneous but the reason why i say six and 11 is because those are the ones that we've mostly let our guard down and you guys have had a chance to like get to know us in a more personal way because you know what you guys if you know us know us like we're fun like we like to have a good time but it's rarely the cases where like we let our guard down um yeah so uh, six eleven and a little bit of three okay that's cute six eleven and a little bit of three um in episode three we celebrated your birthday how has year 27 been for you so far? As my golden birthday. <laughs> you know what? Since the moment I found out about golden birthdays and what they stand for and like what they are, I've looked forward to my 27th birthday. And honestly, it's been going good. Um, I think it's it's been going great actually. Um there's definitely been like challenges within myself that I, I keep needing to like work on but honestly like so far i'm taking what's important to me seriously i'm making time for them i'm trying to push myself to learn new things get out of my comfort zone aka dating i bought skates i'm trying to learn how to skate i bought a harmonica i'm trying to learn how to do that i'm just trying to do more stuff with my life i feel like we can't as a person we shouldn't just like focus on one career like on one thing that like labels us or whatever like you know what i want to be a person with all traits like let me just add value to myself let me like learn little things whether if it's the phrase in a different language a different little hobby like i don't know i want to learn stuff this year (laughs) i want to learn a new sex position (laughs) just kidding she's not kidding no you know what i recently watched this movie and it's about like you know exploring your sexuality and i've never gone into well i'm not gonna say never but i've never gone into a sex store for myself so this summer i want to like definitely explore my sexuality and like do new stuff figure out what new things are and you know what like i'm single so this is the perfect time to like do shit like that you know be spontaneous or whatever exactly Mm -hmm. so it's been going good in episode four you talk about the best bang ever have you spoken to that guy at all so i haven't but my friend g is in miami right now and i told him to go to mangoes to go look for my glasses guy (laughs) 
I don't know if he will, but you know what? I have his number. I think I I saw him on Snapchat. So, you know, I've been debating whether to add him or reach out to him. What do you guys think? Should I do it or not? I think you should. <laughs> like, hey, do you remember me? You, you should. <laughs> you should remember me. Um... I think you should though. Okay. I think you should. And just, I mean, not like, um, not like. In a serious type of way. Just yeah, like just like checking up. Like, hey, how you been? I might go to Miami. Just lie to him. Just be like, I'm going to Miami this summer. Ah, see what he says. Um, okay. In episode six. We both talk about happiness and discipline. How has your happiness been since that episode? Have you maintained or created new routines and disciplines? Please explain. Okay. Happiness, I think it's been kept up to par. I think the discipline... I think I'm matching discipline with routine a lot lately. And I'm the routine part is the part I'm trying to like... I'm trying to like focus on because this summer it is going to be a little rocky. I'm pretty much going to be living out of my luggage for the months of June and July. And obviously I'm going to be living in like different houses because I'll, I'll be dog sitting or whatever. Helping my my sister's business and doing my own things. So it's going to be like a lot of like scheduling and like balancing, like balancing shit out for me. Like what's good for me, you know, versus what I have to do. Um, I think that's the hardest part, but so far I haven't felt like I've gone off the rails, so it hasn't been too bad. But I want to make it better okay. for sure because I do want to do more, I want to add to my routine. Okay, good answer, good answer. Thank you for that. Okay, bitch, <laughs> your turn. <laughs> So my first question for you, Jasmine girl, name one thing that annoys you about me or that I could improve on. <laughs> oh my gosh, she gets serious. <laughs> one thing that annoys me about you or something that you can improve on what do you mean something that you can improve on yeah like if there's nothing that annoys you like name one thing that i could improve on that you've noticed like throughout our 12 weeks of recording and like the podcast and shit because this has definitely been a different relationship than our normal like prima relationship we've yeah. gone into like business looking you know professional you know type of relationship so name one thing that you've noticed that annoys you about that side of me or that i could improve on um i wouldn't say it annoys me but there are times where sometimes i kind of do wish you would take like my time off into consideration like there's days where like ooh. <laughs> there's days where like or there's weeks where i only have one day off of the week because i work like six days a week sometimes and that one day off like i would enjoy it 
to be completely off but I completely understand that I have made this commitment to like the podcast and stuff and like I know like I do have to work on my days off but there are days where a bitch just wants a break but you know what at the end of the day I think it's like super beneficial for both of us because even though we might think like it's a drag I think that at the end of the day like it's just gonna pay off you know yeah I know Like, like you said, we have both like from our FaceTime, like a like little meeting that I I made up. I'm like, hey, we're gonna FaceTime. It's gonna be f- professional. First thing on the roster was like, are we gonna make this commitment? We both said yeah, so we knew that meant sacrifices. Yeah. To me, that meant sacrifices in work, in time, in leisure time. Obviously, sacrifices in mo- money. Like we would have to invest. Like, there was a lot of sacrifices in, like, all aspects um, for me, too. Like, you know? So, like, I already knew, like, once we said, yeah, I'm like, okay. Like, I had already made that, you know, in my head. Like, we were, it was not going to be easy. Yeah. But it was just shit that had to be done. And I'm glad we did it, you know? I'm glad we kept it through. It wasn't easy. It was, I mean, it was, it was fun. But then there were, like, those little bumps where it's just, like, fuck. Like, because we weren't used to it. You know, yeah. it was new. Like, yeah. we had, like, oh, shit, yeah, we committed to this. Like, let's fucking do it. And obviously, like, sometimes, like, we wouldn't prioritize the same. Like, we were different people. So that, too, I think um, we would have to work on for, like, next season también. Like, just communicate better and, like, like just plan ahead like i think it just came like so fast this season like we didn't get the time to like plan shit out take things with calma it was just like oh shit we're airing okay let's fucking go let's fucking go no literally oh this bitch ass mercedes just okay you drunk you just cut us off but he's not like wait i fucked up and he pulled over (laughs) um no i totally agree i think that this season it just it just all just came at us all at once and it's like okay let's fucking go let's do this um but i definitely agree we both made a commitment which I don't know how it is for you. I'm pretty sure sometimes you're like, fuck, like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm so glad that we both made this commitment, you know? It just shows that when you're both interested in something, like, no matter what, you're just going to make it fucking happen. So I'm proud of us at the end of the day. Likewise. Okay, next question. Name at least one thing you love about yourself. One thing I love about myself? Bitch, there's 20. Ah! <laughs> but like, deep. Not superficial, not, you know, something deep. No, you know what? the most the best thing i love about myself is my energy okay i love my energy i think i think i'm a good time and i know i'm a good time like i have 
have my moments where a bitch is turned down, but I think that's normal. We all have our days where it's like, bitch, I need a break. But you know what? I love my energy. I love my energy. I'm not like trying to hype myself up, but like, I know I'm a good time. I'm very easy to talk to. I'm very, I'm a social butterfly when I'm comfortable around people. If I look at you and I can sense that you have a genuine and a great vibe, like we're gonna fucking get along great. You know what I mean? I think my energy is the most, the, the, the thing that I love most about myself for sure. But you know, a lot of people, like a lot of females have like their mom's like energy. I don't have my mom's energy, but I have my mom's temper and that's dangerous. But at the end of the day, the most, the thing I love most about myself is my energy. I think I'm a great time. I'm easy to talk to. And if you show me respect, like it goes both ways, you know? I know, I get it. <laughs> okay, question number three. Okay, so six weeks ago we aired Cheers to the 80% when we talked about discipline and happiness and stuff like that, where you mentioned um, that you would improve your happiness by following a routine or being more disciplined with yourself. Um, have you done that? And hold on, there's like three questions. Have you done that? Have you like made a routine? Um, if not, why? And is there anything I can do to get you there? Because I want you to be at your 100%. Oh, I'm gonna cry. Listen, that is so funny because I asked you pretty much not the same exact question, but like around the same question. Um, unfortunately, I don't think I have created a routine because I'm still on my same old bullshit. <laughs> um, I haven't created a routine, unfortunately. To be honest with you guys, I don't manage my time well. So I'm a night owl. I'll stay up all night and I'll sleep all day which is my downfall because during the day I don't accomplish much really because at night I'm working you know and I just like sleep to go to work but yeah that's shitty because you want to have other things in your life going on other than work you know um is there something you can help me improve on you know why I asked that though because I see since the last episode is that the, the last one we met we met Zach no that was episode 10 right when I when we went out yeah when we went out you guys initially we were supposed to record episode 11 the next day but we had a day of like webonada yeah and you know what like that low-key remind me of a time like and I explained this on episode 11 when I didn't feel my greatest when I was into that depression and honestly like I when I see you I see myself at that phase and I'm like no and 
that's not good. <laughs> I'm like, no. So that's why I asked, like, if there's anything, like, that I can do for you, which is probably going to be no or, like, we never know. But, like, you know, as people from the outside looking in, if we see these things, it's, like, and if we care about these people, we should make it normal to, like, you know, reach out and see, like, hey, is there anything that I could do for you? Because it's tough. Like, when you see somebody, like, at a spot that you might have been in, it's not easy, like, going like backtracking basically like from your growth like you know you've been there like you're basically like seeing the motions of what you live past through and like grown through and now to see somebody you care about kind of like live through those things it's like it's kind of tough so that's why I'm asking like is there anything that you think like I can do or like your your family could do or like your friends cover whatever like if there is there's anything we can do like outer people for you to help you better yourself <laughs> um stop you're gonna make me cry <laughs> no because she's right you guys a person that's just like doesn't want to do anything and just it's just like eh, like i don't care it's most likely because yeah in that moment they're just they don't care they don't give a fuck about nothing they don't want to do nothing like whatever um i honestly think something that can improve what can improve that because I want to say like maybe time off but at the same time whenever I take time off I feel guilty I feel like oh I need to be at work right now you know yeah I feel like that like if I take time off I'm like oh I need to be at work like no okay Okay. And, I, and I see that now, like, on your days off, you, like, right, today we were at the winery, you answered your phone, I think, did I tell you, like, that you... Don't answer phones! Yeah, I told you, like, hey, we're gonna, I'm, I have something planned, like, your coworkers know, like, if there's anything to leave you a voicemail, and if you see fit that you have to call, then you'll call, but, like, tell them to leave a voicemail, if not, like, the manager on shift should be able to handle it, and did they? Did you? I mean, they were able to handle it, but they had to call me to be able to handle it. You know what I mean? So you have to have a sit down with them then and be like, create boundaries. They have to pull up, step up to their fucking obligations as an employee. That way you could release some shit off your plate because that's not fair. Like at the end of the day, you need to be responsible since you are a manager to do this shit, you know? If not, you're gonna like keep on this cycle. Yeah, and like I said, like I feel guilty when I take time off. It's like I took time off when I went to Six Flags this past week. Bitch, you took a day off. Shut up. Bitch, and it was like I felt bad because I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck? And then the next day when I went back, it's like I come to find out that they're wasting A, B, and C. It's like, why? I was like on 48 hours. Why? <laughs> I think I honestly need to set my boundaries and I need to create a routine like how I said in the previous episode that I haven't done yet. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm very good at planning, but I'm not good at um, following. There you go. There you go. 
I need help at sticking shit through because a bitch will be like, ah, I'll do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes, ah, I'll do it tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow comes and the next month comes and then the next month comes. <laughs> I need help with following through. That is 100%. Okay, so accountability. I can help you with accountability. But you know what? Remember how we did like our quarter goals? I haven't been keeping up with those. Have you? Kind of, sort of, not really. <laughs> like, I have them in the back of my mind. But you know what? This is the first year that I've learned about them. So, yeah. obviously, you know, it's new. The good thing about quarterly goats is we can start whenever. We can start the year whenever we want. And for those of you guys that don't know, quarterly goals is like setting qu- quarterly goals literally every three months for a year. And if you, like, forget uh, <laughs> to reach your goals... Um, you could do it at the fourth month or whatever. Yeah, so a quarterly goals is every three or four months and you create your goals on what you want to accomplish within that time period and you look back at it and be like, okay, you know, I could have worked on this, this and that or bitch, I accomplished that. What's next, you know? I did accomplish getting us on the fucking pod, bitch. I wanted that for my birthday, March 27 and bitch, we were in there before yeah yeah okay so one thing you know what yeah i did well, at least one thing for us you know so question number four so you've mentioned throughout the pod that you had an ex and then once you felt comfortable you started dating right and when was this last year 2021 when we went to palm springs right you started dating i remember because when we were in palm springs we were like go fuck your blue-haired bitch <laughs> So she was dating a couple guys since then. Okay, my question to you is from then since you started dating till now, is there any guy that you wish would have worked out or you would have kept talking to for it to grow even more? Wow, that's a good question. You know what, you guys? Wait, I forgot to mention. It could be whether it could be Zachy Boy, it could be Tyrone, or people we haven't mentioned in the podcast like El Balboni, El Bompton, etc. There's been a couple she haven't she hasn't mentioned, or she doesn't have to, but you know, from all those guys, has there been one specific that you could point out that you wish would have worked out? Or a couple. Okay, that's a really good question. No. Um ah! That's a really good question. Okay, you guys, I'm not going to lie. I did have this phase once me and my ex broke up. I had my little whole phase, okay? I was with one guy on Monday and one guy on Friday, okay, bitch? And then the next guy on Sunday and the next guy on Thursday, okay, bitch? (laughs) It was it was cool like I was living I was learning I was experimenting um to be honest with you guys I don't really wish it would have worked out with anybody except Tyrone except Tyrone really yeah and (sighs) listen (laughs) 
Okay, you guys, Tyrone is probably one of like the sexiest guys I've ever fucking dealt with. He is fine all around. You know what? He's tall, he's handsome, he's fucking hardworking, he's athletic, like, ugh. I just, man. He checks all the motherfucking, well, almost all the motherfucking boxes. He checks off almost all the boxes, and that man is fine as fuck, okay? And to be honest with you, we had our moments where we talked about, like, oh my gosh, our babies, our athletic babies, and A, B, and C. And I would picture, like, oh my God, he is so right. We would have, like, amazing babies together. <laughs> Lights. Oh my God, <laughs> little snicker bars, like, bitch like I just had that full imagination and I was like yes like I want tall athletic babies with this man like we're gonna have the best babies like that's the thing though that's <laughs> that's all I was thinking about was babies I wasn't thinking about like my relationship with him I wasn't I wasn't thinking about like my future with him I was just thinking about like the good looking kids we were gonna have you know what? <laughs> and, and I've noticed that you have been like that like you you look forward way too much and you know what this dating shit is no joke because lately how when I've been talking to guys the couple that I have been talking to tell me why that's the first thing I look at like our babies like <laughs> It's because you know what bitch we're getting older yeah. We're getting older and it's like hmm, Let's see if I do get serious with this guy. How would our kids be away? Let me look let me briefly look at him <laughs> And then I've I've come to the conclusion like an ugly and a pretty couple make a cute baby yeah. But like a pretty and a pretty couple make like a, a decent baby <laughs> Bitch, we talking too much. At the end of the day, yeah, I really wish me and Tyrone would have gone that extra step because one, in my opinion, every time we were together, it was just a great time. Like it was just a great time. Like it was never in my opinion like again it was never a dual moment like we were always laughing we were always talking we were always having a great time whenever it did get intimate like that sexual tension was there that attraction was there like i just i i wish it would have worked out with him to be honest with you but at the end of the day like he wasn't in the space to take it to that level and it's fine like if you're not in that space i'm not gonna force you to be in that space next question number five <laughs> <laughs> is there anything since we you know from episode one or even oh no episode one till now is there anything that you could recall that you've held back like is there any conversation or something that popped up that you might have wished you might have said or like when answering um, cocktail questions, maybe you, something that you've left out that you might have not answered like truthfully? Um, 
I think I've answered everything pretty truthfully. I think the the episode where I got the most vulnerable was where I explained like how I cheated on my ex and like how that relationship didn't work out. Um, I didn't leave anything out, you know. I might have said in the recent episode like when I'm with somebody, I'm all in and I still 100% stand by that. When I'm with somebody, I'm 100% in. Of course, I cheated on my ex. Unfortunately, that's not like the proudest thing I've ever fucking done. And I'm not going to justify anything about that. But shit happens for a reason. You know what I mean? And I'm not proud of it. I'm not happy about it, but it happened, and that's my truth, and honestly, I think I've answered everything pretty honestly, um, I am a little shy, I'm a, I am a little shy, but at the end of the day, like, I don't hold back, like, I'm pretty honest with all of you guys, and there are moments where I kind of wish I would have done things differently, but at the end of the day, like, I don't want to live, um, like, oh, I regret it, I did that, because I don't. The reason why I bring this up, which I feel like this is a perfect spot to, like, get clear with you guys, is because technically I have held back on one specific thing, and since I didn't say it, it's been haunting me, but there's a reason why I didn't say this. It was when we were talking about our biggest fears. Okay. Um, there was a cocktail question, you know, what's your biggest fear? But I have learned the power of, like, voicing, like, whatever, you know, you put out, it might come back to you. Which is why I didn't want to say this, but because it's been haunting me, I'm like, I might as well, like, voice my biggest fear. And what else to do with it right now on our fucking season finale. But my biggest fear is actually infertility. Wow. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I never thought about that, but I'm not going to lie to you. Okay, I never really sat about and thought about it like, okay, this is going to be my fear. This is a fear. But I have thought about it in a way of like, what if that's me? Yeah. Because I've been in multiple relationships to the point where it's like, bitch, you should be pregnant by now. What the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm not. And it's like, yeah, I've been safe. But there have been those moments where I wasn't. And it's like, what happened? Yeah. You know? But there's always that chance of, like, when you're not ovulating, you're not going to have that chance of, like, getting pregnant, which is understandable. But, you know, it's just, like, that's very interesting. I haven't thought about it, but there have been those moments where, like, hmm. Yeah. You know? No, yeah. And I, I me and my college friend would talk about this a lot. And I didn't really, like, put it into notion, too, like, how you are until she mentioned it. And then, like, obviously now that I'm older, like, you know one thing i do for sure one is kids so like you know i'm 27 homeboy hasn't like made a chance to come around my block and like holler at me so i'm like fuck like damn like it's getting me a little more worried now but um but yeah you guys so it feels good now to let it out hopefully it doesn't bite me in the ass like universe you know don't keep it against me like i will be fertile like i'm gonna claim it i will be fertile one day i will have kids one day and they'll be beautiful um 
But for our last question, on a happy note, I hope, what's your favorite memory of us together? Look at me with these questions. <laughs> I think our favorite memory of us together was our very first Miami trip and then the Jonas Brothers concert. Um, our... <laughs> so our very first Miami trip because that's where we opened up like a lot um I think that's where we both like cried and like opened up to each other and we were like okay bitch you're my bitch <laughs> um yeah, I think that was, like, our favorite memory because, like, that trip really, like, solidified, like, okay, this is my soulmate, like, this is meant to be, you know, literally. Um, but imagine, like, how beautiful it would be, like, if we would get this with all of our cousins, though, because we all have, like, different paths of life, we all know different things, like, imagine... I love my cousins, but I don't think I have yeah, this like, connection like a with every single exactly, one of them. Exactly, but like, like that's what I want. Like, I see what we have, and I'm sometimes I'm like, damn, I wonder like how it would be when me and homegirl are like this yeah. close. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I totally agree. Let's get there, you guys. Let's get there, bitches. <laughs> that was actually supposed to be the first Miami trip. To be honest, that's right. You. I had plans. And that's why D was so mad at me at that trip because he was like, hey, "You told me it was gonna be like a family trip. You told me it was gonna be like an all cousins thing, and then it ended up just being me and you because at the end of the day." me and you were the only ones who were able to fucking make it happen That's because true. other people have like kids and vice versa i wasn't i wasn't in the position that i am at work so i was i was a little bit more free Flex. and flexible with my time so yeah he was a little pissed yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah so I think that is like a good memory because we opened up, we learned a lot about each other. And then another favorite memory, oh, Jonas Brothers. And the reason why I say the second Jonas Brothers concert that we went to, it was like a great experience. It was because it just felt like home. Yeah. It just felt like this is where we're meant to be like we were super young watching disney channel obsessed with the jonas brothers and just obsessed with how dad and to experience that as adults, oh man, it Game just, changer. it was just different vibes. It just felt so good. It felt really good. Mm -hmm. Just to experience that moment with you and Evelyn as adults, cause we experienced that as kids, mm -hmm. you know, and to experience that as adults, I can honestly say that was like a great fucking memory. It was really great. All right. Well, that was my last question. Oh, Peach, we didn't even check. <laughs> uh, 
And one of the questions is, what's our main goal in 2022? Bitch, what's your main goal? Personal or like with you or like the podcast? Uh, well, it's not specific on here, but... In general, 2022, we're, sorry, we're pretty much like halfway done through the year. So within these yeah. next six months, what do you hope to accomplish in 2022? Pretty much more growth, more putting more, my- More growth in what? My personal development and everything, honestly, finances, health, and like my knowledge obviously i want to be a person of value i want to know what i want actually because i don't know what i want right now besides the fact uh that i want a person that's you know has already healed their childhood traumas and like is emotionally intelligent like that's all i want right now but i know i want more so i need to figure out what i want so that's another goal like that i have to work on for the next six months know what i actually want i want to grow more i want to explore more i want to like learn more things about myself because the more i know the more i could give um to others to my loved ones etc I want to go on as many dates this summer. So from here on till season two airs, I want to at least go. I don't know how much, how long of a break we're going to take, but I want to at least go to three dates. I think that's doable. Hopefully, hopefully triple that, but at least three. Girl, you need to go on two dates a week. Okay. I'm in a fan I've canceled one. Girl. <laughs> Listen, when I was going through my little phase, I was with one guy on Monday, one guy on Friday. Okay. That's yeah. how that's how you gotta keep it going. Yeah. My main goal for 2022. By the end of this year, I wanna be somewhere else work wise. I love my job, but it's hard for me to enjoy it. And I've come to find out that it's wearing me down more than I thought it would be because I'm not enjoying it. You know what I mean? And I want to be in a space where I'm enjoying where I'm at. Yeah. So by the end of this year, I want to be in a in a job, in a space where I'm enjoying it. I I'm a hard worker and like I deserve to have and to be in a good work environment. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Our last questions from our listeners. <laughs> what trip are y'all planning next? Our cruise. Ah! Okay, you bitches. So we were talking about cruises right now. Yeah, we were at the winery and then our, our little tour guide, she's like, she explained how she's been into like six within the five months or something yeah. like that. And I was like, bitch, you going back to back. <laughs> yeah. So we were like, you know what? We're going to look into it. Before 2022 ends, we're going to go on a cruise. I've never gone on a cruise. I want to go on a cruise. I've been looking at it, but no one's really down. So you're down. So we're going to go. <laughs> I'm down, you guys, but I'm also fucking scared. Bitch, you're saying I don't know how to swim, bitch. What the fuck? Bitch, my freaking worst fear is drowning. So like, I'm in the middle of the fucking mother. I'm the I'm in the middle of the motherfucking ocean, bitch, and you never know what the fuck could happen. Bitch, I'm about to have my floaties on 24 seven. A girl, but this ain't the Titanic times no more. You know what I'm saying? It isn't. Maybe I'll find. Well, maybe we'll find the love of our lives. Oh, maybe there. we'll find a little Aww. Jack. Ah! 
like, I won't let you sink, baby. <laughs> we'll share the door. We'll share the motherfucking ice break. Oh man, that's funny. Let's go find our Jack at the cruise. Okay, that's our that that's our plan. Yes. You know what, you guys? We're so excited. We're gonna find our Jack. <laughs> Fucking Jack. Not Captain Jack Sparrow, but <laughs> Fucking him too. <laughs> Oh my god, you guys. So I could do a little Listen, I'm just gonna make it very clear right now. I don't think it's healthy for me and you to, you know, talk badly about like pop culture people and shit. But at the same time, it's very important for us to voice our opinions. And like, to be honest with you, this whole Johnny Depp case is like very big right now. And like, to voice our opinions is very important. And I'm just gonna say this right now. Team Johnny Depp. Oh, okay. Sure. Sounds like I go. Even when I didn't have like any clue of what the fuck was going on. Uh but now I I've heard clips here and there. I've seen like the trials here and there. I don't have like a full notion of like where they're at right now. Girl. All I've seen is like They've done closing arguments already, bitch. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So like what's next? Like the full like what the jury decides? So basically, shout out to Camille Vasquez. Oh. Ah, yes. Okay, yeah. Yes. Oh, bad bitches recognize bad bitches. <laughs> Listen, Johnny Depp's attorney, she's one of the many attorneys that he has. Mm -hmm. But she's, I think she's one of the youngest. She's like 30, she 36, 37. She's fucking young. And I thought she was like in her late 20s. She's but like, she's. Objection, objection, objection. And she's on it, bitches. Yeah. Objection, objection. They got to make a beat. Objection, objection, objection. Objection, objection. Listen. We're so bad. <laughs> Listen. She is fucking on it. She knows what the fuck she's doing. Shout out to Miss Camille Vasquez. This case is looking good for Johnny Depp. I hope it works out in his favor, honestly. Do we know like a date when they're gonna like do like the No, the jury doesn't have like a specific date when they're supposed to come out with a verdict, but they have like 20 days worth of testifying yeah. to go through you know just, i feel like it's a no-brainer honestly like with all the shit that they've had all the like witnesses all their like testimonies or whatever the fuck they call them yeah um what's her name moss even like already testified or went on the stand it's just yeah i'm so obsessed with this trial you guys <laughs> like when I'm like 30 years from now, they're probably gonna make a movie from it. I'll be like, yeah, I was so upset. Like, <laughs> we need to do the real with Johnny Depp. A mega pint. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, a mega pint. A mega pint. <laughs> a mega pint. Yes, I poured I myself a large <laughs> glass of wine. He is so <sighs> fucking Johnny Depp. At the end of the day, we're Team Johnny Depp. Yes. yes we are women of course. and we do not agree with Condole. any domestic violence or anything like that but we also don't agree with bitches lying to get their way exactly you know what i mean and even though the verdict isn't out yet at the end of the day we are women 
we can sense when shit is real and when shit is not. Okay. Can you agree? Yes. Period. Okay. Exclamation point. We are going to gladly see you guys. We don't know when we're going to start season two, you guys. Hopefully, it won't be within a month. Hopefully, just a couple week break. We need to figure our life out. We need to, you know, plan this out more now that we know what we're getting ourselves into. Um, But nonetheless, you guys, like you guys have requested, we're going to talk about more real shit, more family shit, how to deal with these boundaries, how to break these generational boundaries that, you know, we've come across on, you know, you know, being first generation, a lot of our listeners are first generation um, kids, you know, whether you've been first generation school, first generation here in the United States, there are those you know little generational um traditions that aren't the greatest that are pretty toxic so we're going to be starting to talk about those and how we would move forward with them and like our experience with them and like experiences growing up just like all around but for sure you guys need to dm us what you guys would like us to touch up on if not we're just gonna kind of go like we'll go with the flow with our own experiences and shit like that Oh my god, we're gonna do our close up for season one! What the fuck? <laughs> she flapping her arm. <laughs> titty down. You guys, my titties are kind of out today. Okay, so we might go out. I don't know what we're gonna do. Alright, you guys. It has been ah it has been a great 12 motherfucking episodes. I hope you guys took whatever you needed to take from the season. I hope you guys got us to know a, a little bit um on a deeper end. <laughs> don't cry, man. <laughs> you guys, if you guys don't know me, I'm such an emotional bitch. <laughs> like everything makes me cry. <laughs> I feel like we're the same. I'm surprised I haven't cried. You know what? Maybe I'm not as buzzed. She's like, wait, I gotta cry. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> No, but listen, y'all. I'm a crier. I'm like Chris Jenner. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Oh, you're doing amazing, Twenty. Ah, I got my nose done today. I'm so happy. Ah, I'm rich. Ah, I got dick done today. Ah, okay. I got ten percent today. Ah, Jenner should just cry. <laughs> no, but you guys, honestly, I'm a crier. I'm a sensitive, emotional bitch. So the fact that I'm not crying right now is kind of crazy. But I just genuinely want to say, like, I'm so appreciative of every single one of you, even if it's five of you, even if it's 500 of you. We just want to say thank you for tuning in because. Believe it or not, this has changed our life in in a different way. Like, we're not in the space that we want to be, we're, but we are going into the space that we want to be. And going into the space that we want to be, we have to put in a lot of hard work. And, like, we're noticing the hard work. People are noticing the hard work. We've gotten so many messages of appreciation that have made us cry because we've gotten so vulnerable. Oh, the tears. <laughs> the Snapchat filter. 
<laughs> no, you guys, we appreciate your guys' words when you have reached out to us. You guys don't know how much that means to us. For you guys just to acknowledge like the hard work that we've put in, it just means a lot. It means this is going somewhere and we just hope it reaches somebody at the right time. Exactly. You guys, this is your favorite Primas Loquillas and we're tuning out till next season. You guys, once again, thank you so much for tuning in. We love you guys. Till next time. Bye. Bye. It's very exciting. Bitch, I'm excited for your bachelorette. When is it going to be?